let's talk about sex. So we're both coming off of kind of getaway weekends. Yes, we are. I think you must have partied a little harder on your getaway weekend. And I don't like when I get sick, especially when it's, it's with a whole bunch of other couples that I'm leading on a getaway. You know, thank you for halls and antibiotics. I think that's the only way I was able to power through. That is so not sexy. I'm so sorry to hear this. Yeah, but, you know, it's also life here, unfortunately. Absolutely. But well, it is so great to get away. Oh, we had such a good time as well. That's awesome. Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio with Dr. Corey Allen and Gina Paris, and we are glad you have joined us, where we are having all kinds of conversations about married life and sex and getaways and vacations and, and stress and stress and stress-free environments and you know everything we can think of on the topic. And we'd love to hear from you, so send us emails at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Or you can call our feedback line at 615-56-SEXY-6. 615-56-SEXY-6. Anytime. So speaking of stress. That's right. This is kind of a, I've noticed, this is kind of a stressful time of life, I think. As summer winds down and school ramps up and... The heat is generally, you know, kind of everywhere in the country right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just seems like, okay, everybody's getting to this point. I just noticed when I've been with groups of people, it's just kind of this oh, this, this weight on everybody's shoulders, it seems. You know, there's just this burden or this stressful, chronic level of anxiety. I don't know. I don't know how you actually describe it, but it seems like it's a definite, we're, we're right in the middle of it. You mean calendar-wise or season of life-wise? Um, I, I think kind of calendar-wise. I don't. I don't necessarily mean season of life. I think obviously there's season of life stress that yeah. you just hit points in your life where man, it's just I'm ready for this phase to move on, you know, or to be on the next one. But then there's also just cyclical things that come throughout the year. Yeah, this actually is one of my favorite times of year when oh. the kids are heading back to school. But I'm taking them all out, taking two of them out of school right now to take a whole week uh, in, <laughs> in Spokane. But let's talk about this subject of stress because I feel it everywhere. And as you know, as a performance coach, I've dedicated a lot of my life to helping people perform at their peak under any kind of stress. Right. So it makes me think about a letter that we got from one of our readers, and it really touched my heart. So I think I have it on my phone here. I'm going to go ahead and and read it, and we can talk about his predicament because he actually says a lot of his solution right in his email. Just kind of needs to change the perspective. Perfect. And I love the emails where we get and the solutions are written already in it. It's Uh, It's like we already know it, I think, a lot of times. And we just need to see it a little different. Or we want permission to see it differently. Perfect. Let's go. Okay. Is there an opportunity to talk about stress on the show? He says, you've mentioned it as a side topic a couple of times. Not, quote, today was a stressful day, but the type of stress that is more systemic than that. 
stress that is your oldest child out of the house going off the rails through choices they made, stress that is another child having to be removed from the house for safety reasons over a year ago and wondering what financial impact to the family that state will enact for the care of the child through wage garnishment, etc. So he's got family stress, which brings financial stress, which is quite universal. Mm -hmm. He says, I completely see this stress impacting our marriage and sex life. Just a few weeks ago, we celebrated our anniversary on a week-long cruise while the kids at home stayed with grandparents. Now listen to this. I think this is a breakthrough right here. The sex was frequent. It was passionate. We were both fully engaged and it was freaking hot the best in a 20-year marriage so so that's a great sign and then yeah. here's the big but but that was a stress-free vacation not reality can you talk about the effects of stress and a and addressing it in the real world. He says, we've had sex since the vacation and I see stress robbing the passion and causing distraction. Thanks for the show. I listen every Thursday on the morning commute to work. Yay, we love Perfect. that you listen. Um, so this is what I want you to celebrate is that you're able to fully engage and fully connect. And many, many couples find out that even when they're struggling at home, when they get away, away from the stress, they have all this exciting passion, which means that, that they're still capable. The key that he hit on right here was he, when he says, but that was not reality. And my answer is, yes, it is reality. Because <laughs> it's the two same people. It's the two same people. It's the same world. I know when you get back from a cruise, you can close your eyes and think, wow, somewhere in the Caribbean right now is a boatload of people having a good time. <laughs> you know, it's just as real. There were all these people dedicated to making that your reality. The problem is when you come home, you feel like it's just totally irresponsible to put your worries aside. Okay. Well, so is it is irresponsible to put your worries aside and mm -hmm. it's an e it's the ease at which we get infected by everybody else's stress. Well, absolutely. It's completely energetic. Yeah. So sure, like Vince Lombardi used to say that confidence is contagious and so is lack of confidence. Sure. So sure, when you get back in the home and there is a stress from your kids and they're making bad decisions, it's the easiest thing in the world to to buy into that distress. Mm -hmm. And I know in my family growing up, my parents did everything right. My oldest sister, when she was 15 years old, ran away from home. Um, and then was addicted to drugs and got pregnant when she was just 16 and and by a miracle didn't go to federal prison, you know, went to jail instead. And then she ended up years later with a full presidential pardon. And, you know, tonight I'm flying to town to do the wedding of her son. And so to see to come through decades and see the victory on the other side, it it helps to step back into that painful place where we are right now and think, oh, there might not ever be a solution. So let's talk about some steps here because I know your throat's killing you and 
It's easy for you to not. <laughs> no, let's go. I'm here. I'm in it. <laughs> oh, I know. God bless Corey. Because what um, I mean, the thing that jumps out to me the most is the whole idea that in a family system and in a couple system, anxiety is the most contagious thing there is. It and, is. And when you walk in. And someone else is anxious and you care about them. We have a deep-seated need, it seems, to have to be anxious with them because that's how we demonstrate we care. And I think this is on a subconscious level. But I believe it happens all the time that, well, if, I, if I'm if i just totally aloof and standoffish from this and not, not impacted by what they're struggling, well, then they're going to read that as I don't care. And I think if that's what we would objectively think, if we were really aware of what's going on under the surface... But reality is, the more you can be unaffected or uninfected by the anxiety of the people you love, the more you are capable of loving them. Well, and the way that we do that is by clinging to something bigger than the problem. Like I always say, you need a promise that's bigger than the problem. Okay. And that is where so much of our faith and our spirituality comes in because stress affects us physically, it affects us spiritually, and it affects us emotionally. So absolutely, great sex is physical, it's spiritual, it's emotional. Yep. So that only reasons that that kind of stress that wears on you, wears on you, where you've got this knot in your stomach and you're thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What are we going to do? What if, what if, what if it completely takes us out of the moment, which is where we say great connection happens when we're present with our mate. Right. So it, there, it's not this super simple, trite little answer. Oh, just go blank. Oh, yeah, you, you can't. just need to blank. Yeah, just be 100% present. Well, okay. I understand the philosophy. Mm -hmm. Much more difficult to do. Yeah. So the my mom always talks about the time she was laying in bed worrying about Joey. And it's almost humorous to think about Joey now, my sister, because she's so funny. She's just so beautiful and healed. And even that baby she gave up for adoption came back into our life with his spouse, with his parents as a 30-year-old. I mean, we all became this big family. It's just the whole picture of redemption. Um, but mom talks about this time when she realized there's no amount of worrying that I can do that's going to bring Joey home, mm -hmm. that's going to make these decisions right. And then it wasn't just Joey. Patty had this off-the-charts bulimia, and Susan nearly died of diabetes. I mean, just what? there's five of us. And um, she, you, she learned to just surrender. And as much as we love control, most of the time what stresses us out is this, this inability to control an outcome. Right. So It's a powerlessness. It is. We hate feeling powerless. So the more that we can walk in this moment and say, what can I control? I can control uh, how I take care of myself. I can control my nutrition. I can control my rest. Hopefully, it's hard to rest when you're depressed. But I can control my diet. I can control my response to things that come at me. So if you capture all that in a statement, it's if you can't regulate your emotions, control your behavior. If you cannot <clears throat> regulate your emotions, 
Control your behavior on what you, you what you, you what you do because you can control your behavior. Sometimes we can't necessarily, you know, act like that stress is just not there and it'll go away, or think happy thoughts and it'll go away. You know, it's sometimes mind over matter does not make it. It makes it to where we can maybe get a little further or a little closer to handling it. But you think of the tense situations that happen that aren't chronic, you know, that aren't a big chronic situation, systemic kind of thing like the email I was talking about. Right. You think of just the fights that you have with your spouse that are very acute. You know, they're just, you're all of a sudden at odds with each other and you're, you're finding yourself getting really defensive and upset and angry and everything else. Well, you can react to all of that emotion and have really, really bad behavior, which only compounds the problem. Or if have the emotions and realize, okay, if I can't regulate those things, I can still control my behavior. I can still make sure I do not fly off the handle, that I do not yell and scream, that I do not, you know, all those kinds of things. It, I feel too, a little bit of tension with that, with somebody saying, well, I'm trying to do the right things. But if you can key into what Corey's saying, it's very, very helpful. One way that I say the same thing is that sometimes it's easier to control your physiology than your psychology. Right. Because both come to the same end. It's one equation. If ten, standing tall and straight, putting a confident smile on your face, breathing relaxed, acting like things are absolutely turned in your favor, if that um, is how you act when you feel a certain way, then the same is true. Acting, breathing, standing, putting yourself in that posture will also create the, the feeling. Right. So that is actually really helpful. And that's why we said even about controlling your, your behavior or your exercise or right. you know, getting oxygen, changing your physical state. Well, and, that, and it only is proved by what happened with this couple where they're living in chronic yeah. stress, yeah. but they change their behavior by going on vacation and they realize their connection is great. Their connection is great. And that's why I want to give them absolute full permission to say our whole house is a safe, sensuous zone. And if you give yourselves permission then to say this this is our space. This is our domain. This is where love and pleasure and connection are in a place of dominance. Then you are able to flow in this absolute, I think it's a supernatural power of agreement. Mm -hmm. So when you as a husband and wife say, there's stuff beyond our control, but we believe blank. We believe that we've done the best we know with our children and the rest is in God's hands. And we are going to come together. We're going to stand together. What a fabulous way to do that by making love and being with each other and feeding that sensuous, pleasurable side. We've talked about comfort sex before. Mm -hmm. Celebrate the comfort of it. Celebrate the passion of it. Celebrate pleasure. And when you do, you're not being irresponsible. You're creating power. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of, it's, it's change the meaning attached to some of what you do. Absolutely. Because we are the only species on the planet that's capable of making meaning out of things. 
So we can also then change the meaning that we associate with different aspects of our life. We can change the meaning and we can change our focus. Mm -hmm. And those are the two things that determine our mood. Mm -hmm. So if our mood is under stressed, if our mood is distressed, then the, the answer is just in what you said, change your focus and change the meaning you give to it. Yeah. And then also, I mean, there is still merit to when you have those chronic levels of anxiety and, and stress, it, it basically is the system creating a new level of functioning. You know, so it, it, it functions, its new normal is the chronic level of stress. But you're physiologically and relationally, you're going to just still react and respond to whatever this threshold is without it really being obvious. You know, it's one of those, it's just under the surface. And so there'll be new little things that will peak the anxiety and peak the stress that will cause the dis, you know, even more discomfort. So it's the same as the same tools or tips that you use to try to deal with whatever level of stress you've got. It's really talking about dealing with the spikes of it because the more I learn to soothe the major things, the more I can start to, over time, diminish the chronic things. Yeah, they're all like legs that hold up a tabletop yep. is what I my clients let's let's back up a little bit and just help them understand what stress is i think sometimes we forget that we were designed for survival and so certain stimulus just simply triggers your hypothalamus yep. for for danger so your body is saying danger danger and all it knows is to flee or fight or freeze and it's it's distressing right? and it was made for survival. But in our crazy uh, culture, we've got this, this brain and our adrenal glands and all of these firing all the time, which is absolutely what's killing us as a culture. The whole center for disease control says that stress is responsible for 90% of sickness because this is what other people write in and say, well, how can I feel sexy when I'm sick and I'm broken down? Well, I always say, turn it around. How can I stay sick and broken down when I have all this vitality flowing through my body? So um, instead of always just trying to run away from this stressful feeling, and and like you said, it, it we've got these spikes and they're so unpleasant. One thing I help my clients do is to always just take a deep breath and recognize that your body is simply taking all the data that it has up till now and trying to protect you. It's saying, mayday, mayday, it's not safe here. So rather than freak out, we do those three things. I think I've said them before on the show. We acknowledge the distressing emotion. So when you feel that knot in your stomach or you feel the blood just drain from your face and you feel that heartbeat and tightness, just whatever it is, but you feel the anxiety, take that deep breath. This is the same thing I'll tell a pitcher or someone who's up to bat in major league baseball, but you take a deep breath and you say, even though I have this anxiety, I totally and completely love and accept myself and all my emotions. Cause we end up in this conflict. We hate that feeling. We have the feeling, we hate the feeling. And so instead of having this internal conflict, come to a place of congruence and accept that emotion 
And then you're able to create an empowering choice. Mm -hmm. So with that deep breath, you say, and I choose to be calm and confident, or I choose to believe that everything's working in my favor. And when you understand the unbelievable power that we have with our words, you understand how more and more important it is to accept the emotion, create an empowering choice. So you can do that as an individual. And as you do that as a couple, it's so, so, so exciting to see what I, I believe is truly almost miraculous. Mm -hmm. How the unseen subatomic world works, even from a whole quantum physics level. But it's really, really exciting. And so we're just giving you permission to shift your perspective to celebrate the love that you're capable of having and letting that create something really, really beautiful in your household. It's interesting that in almost every realm of life, oh, the path to a better part of life is begun by recognizing and and being honest about where you are you know yeah. it's the, it's that i'm going to recognize my emotions even the negative ones i'm going to own them i'm going to admit i have a problem i'm going to you know whatever it is all the stuff to get better begins with understanding where you are at the time yeah and there's two words that come to my mind as you as you're talking about those emotions to acknowledge and one of them is shame and one of them is vulnerability and so to this husband i would say um the more you can let yourself be vulnerable to your spouse there's a strength in that so when she sees when you you can be safe with her to say man this i feel in the stress here but I'm so thankful I've got you by my side and I believe we can get through anything together. That only strengthens the bond, mm -hmm. but, but there's this insidious evil energy that comes against all of us and it's shame. Yep. And so here we are as parents and we've done the best we can or as business owners or as anything if we've got financial struggles there's so much like you said meaning applied to stuff that then we carry the shame and it, it's just evil so we want you to recognize that shame is this sense of unworthiness like you think somehow that you're not worthy of having all this love and passion of having this financial abundance of having your children doing well and you do you are absolutely worthy yep and that's i mean it's just really challenging your own perspective of of how you view what's going on that's beyond your control yeah. Because the stuff that we, that we do control, you know, the stuff we're 100% responsible for, obviously I'm 100% responsible for it. You know, so I need to acknowledge that, recognize, own it, and live it. But then yeah. there's so much more that I cannot control. And so I, the best thing I can do going forward is examine the meaning I place with each of the things that happen beyond my control. Yeah, and we talked about that on some of the calls I did about really understanding your beliefs and where did you get that belief and, and write it down and, and, and challenge your belief on it. Challenge those negative mental tapes. Yeah, absolutely. Because 
anything's possible. And the answer, if there's ever going to be an answer, then the answer's already there somewhere. So you can tap into it right now. And you don't have to wait to be yeah. for anything to change. Just like this couple that emailed. They had the an they, they've experienced the answer, or at least the fact that one of the stressors could be alleviated in that, yeah, we are we do have a deep connection. It's it's under there. We just gotta maybe uncover some things to see it. Yeah. So celebrate it. Absolutely. Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio. And we are glad you joined us. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next time. <laughs>